What up, world? It's your boy, Bum Ivory. I'm with Doe Love. What's up with you? Man, I can't lie, man. Uh, we don't really post every day, but we try to get in when we ever can. And so I'm going to try to post more. Just in case somebody's out there listening. You know? Just in case somebody's out there listening. But I can't lie. I did enjoy my morning. I enjoyed my morning. Like, how often do you wake up and actually enjoy your morning you know um of course my dallas cowboys played yesterday um it wasn't the best performance but they won and uh that's all that matters is that they won and so like i don't know i'm a weird kind of fan man what i'll do is i'll watch like reaction videos of youtubers who are not cowboys fans but do cowboys games I don't know. I just get a kick out of us winning and watching them, you know, feel the pain. So, like, I just pick some random person. There's not, like, a specific one that I follow or anything. But uh pick this guy. And um, I guess, like, in his DMs, like, somebody slid in there and told him that the Houston Texans had won the football game. So the whole time that he's doing his reaction on the game, he's thinking that the Texans won. And I think that's why I enjoyed it so much because I was like, oh, he really don't know that these motherfuckers lost. So he's watching the whole game and just thinking that all of these things that are going on during the game are going to lead to the Texans winning. And when uh, the Cowboys did win, like I said, y'all enjoyed myself this morning. I enjoyed myself this morning. And then I got up and, uh, of course, you know, they still talking about the Britney Griner shit. Still talking about the Britney Griner. But, like, today I saw uh, someone who was covering the story and they uh, unpacked something that I hadn't seen unpacked before. I guess our boy uh, Wheeling or whatever, has like a little dirt on them, a little extra baggage in the back, you know what I'm saying, that uh, makes him not as great of a candidate to come home, you know what I mean? So like, whatever. Like I said, they're still talking about that. Um, I've given, I've already given my opinion on this before. But I guess I just have to keep on giving it and giving it and giving it until uh, these crazy ass people out here actually hear what we said. But um, I'm happy that she's home. Like she's a fucking USA citizen. We supposed to go get our people. I'm proud of them for doing that. I mean, if that's the only thing that you are able to hang your uh, entire administration's. Uh, time in office on so be it but it is a win a win is a win a win is a win so what else is going on in the world are we going to talk about today oh man I was watching this video oh I had to bring this up I was watching this video right? and um it was a church and so I guess like uh one of their members 
need needed a uh, what do they call it? Needed a, a intervention or whatever. So like he's in here talking to the members of the church, you know, the higher up members of the church, like, you know, pastor, uh, deacon number one, deacon number two, whatever. I, I don't know how that stuff works. And uh, I guess they're talking about um, tides. So, like, one of the um, people who was involved in this meeting, we ain't gonna say no names or nothing like that, but... Um, Said that uh, we have seen your uh, W-2 and you are not giving 10%. Okay, uh, for one, if the church that I'm going to uh, requires to see my W-2, I'm definitely not. Uh, yeah, I'm, I won't be attending uh, that congregation. But still, though, like, they're like, you're not giving 10%. He was like, well, sometimes, you know, I only got $10 or $20 and I just want to put it in there out of love and faith and everything and just throw this what I had. Well, that that's not going to work because you have to give 10%. Uh, so to me, that seems a little harsh, a little harsh, a little harsh, a little harsh. But um, I was like, you know, whatever. If that's the rules of the church, that's the rules of the church. If you choose to go to that church and those are those church rules, just abide by the rules. If they demand 10%, I mean, just give up. You're going to give up your little temp name. Bust your wallet out and drop up the 10%. Every week, every Sunday, you know when it's due. Every Sunday, you have a payment. You have a payment every Sunday. So then, like, they don't really go on about the 10% for too long, but I guess the whole reason that the meeting was occurring was because the dude, uh, his wife put $100 in the uh, collection plate uh, on Sunday. And he was like, uh, that's supposed to be $20. I need some change back. So they was like, oh, we ain't got no change. Are you really going to sit here and say that Jesus ain't got no change? That's the answer to the question. Jesus ain't got no change. I don't know, man. Uh, the whole strong arm people over the 10% and the whole we ain't got no change thing. Yeah, I think I might uh, have to move around from to a different congregation. And like I said, I don't tell no names or anything like that, so we don't really have to worry about that. But, damn, bro, like, that's some shit, man. We ain't got no change. We do not have any change. Yesterday, one of my friends uh, asked for, like, advice because they were uh, trying to purchase the vehicle. And it uh, took me back to my car sale days because, I mean, if you know anything about me, I used to sell cars back in the day. And uh, we were always looking for, like, new material and stuff to try to unpack on the podcast. So um, I was like, wow, I guess I should tell some uh, 
car stories, you know, maybe, maybe that might be something that, you know, might help us out somewhere in the future when we're trying to, uh, unpack these stories. And so, like, he asked me, like, uh, to unpack one of the stories. This is a story that I unpacked for him. So, like, I'm just sitting outside. It's like 100 degrees outside, hot as hell. Everyone's just sitting outside. Pretty much just waiting for people to drive into the parking lot and try to buy a car. Car pulls up. It's a raggedy-ass car. Anytime we see like a raggedy-ass car, uh, all of the salesmen are like, oh, hell nah, hell nah, hell nah, hell nah. But whoever's actual turn it is, because we had like a little system set up to where we knew who's turning actually was. Whoever, if, if you're like the low man on the tunnel post, you just got to go get that. So I'll go out there. And uh, it's like uh, an older white lady. She's probably like in her mid-50s or whatever. And then uh, there's a black guy with her. And like uh, my first question that I ever ask is always, you know, to help me get a better understanding of the situation that I'm involved in. So I'm trying to see if they're together or not. They're like, oh, no, 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 we're just friends and blah, blah. And uh, this is my husband's best friend. And my husband can't be here today because he has surgery today. So I'm already thinking, okay, so your husband has surgery. And so today you decide to go out and buy a car. All right, whatever. So um, she's like, he knows a lot about cars or whatever. And uh He's going to make sure that you don't try to sell me like a piece of shit and everything. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Uh, earlier that day, because we have like a meeting in the morning and like uh, we get certain trade-ins and stuff like that where you can make like a lot of money off of. It might not even be like a a, a really, really nice car or nothing, but you can make like like a lot of money off of them. So one of them had came up. So they're like if you, you know, get an opportunity to sell today, try to sell it, pretty much. All right, so we go out. And uh, walk around looking at car and shit. So, of course, I go. I mean, normally, uh, when you're selling a car to someone and they're trying to buy a car, they just going to uh, hide as much information as away from you as they can. They're not going to tell you how much money they want to spend. They're not going to tell you what kind of job they have. They want to tell you what kind of payment they have. It's just like, it's just a, a battle to get to, you know, in the end, that's where we get to. But it's a battle all the way to get there. Uh, the ladies like, uh, well, I mean, I can't leave this part out. They leave us, uh, well, they leave us, they train us and they tell us that, uh, there's certain things that you can look for that a customer will say. And if they say one of these things, you know that they have bad credit. One of these things happens to be that, uh, I've been to a lot of places. And they all tell me that uh, I need some money now. So this is pretty much what she led with. And I was already thinking, oh, she got bad credit. And then she said that, uh, but I kept telling all of these people. I mean, according to her, she had went to like 10, 15 different dealerships. And they all told her the same thing. I mean, if you have bad credit, you can overcome that with cash money down. And a lot of places are. Uh, Say you need like maybe a couple thousand down or whatever, and then they'll still, you know, they'll uh, finance the vehicle for you. All right, so she's then after she tells me that uh, 
she's been to all of these places and they told her that she needed money down. I'm thinking, already thinking that she don't have any money or any credit. Then she says that, uh, but I kept telling them that I was about to get this money from this lawsuit. Okay. Uh, the I'm about to get a lawsuit thing. That's a thing too. As far as like our training and stuff goes, they literally train you and say that some people are going to come here and say that I am about to get a lawsuit and I will be getting some money soon. You're going to hear this. This is like part of our car training, car sales training. So she says this and I'm like, oh, okay. So not only is your husband out here who's going to have to approve this deal, you got your husband's homeboy and you're going to pay cash. Which means that you're not going to finance with our people here. You're going to go to your own personal bank and they're going to secure the loan and then you're going to bring us a cashier's check back. Uh, car deals that usually work out like that don't really work out. Like something happens in between, you know, the part where you go to your bank and come back, interest rates fucked up, something, and usually those don't, those deals don't really work out. We don't really even expect those deals to work. We put them out there as a deal, and just hope that it comes back, you know, honestly. Okay, so, this car that I sold was like a, a, I don't like to go years on cars, but I guess I have to. It's like a O2 Ford Focus. It doesn't have chrome alloy wheels. It has the uh, hubcaps, plastic hubcaps on it. Uh, no power windows. No power locks. No sunroof. It's just a straight up base ass model. But like, pretty sure it was white. It's a white car, blue interior. But it only had like 28,000 miles on it. So this car is like seven, eight years old. And it only has 26,000 miles on it. So that was always a plus. But like normally when uh, people go to purchase vehicles, they look for amenities. You know, like uh, power locks and uh, power windows, you know, I mean, uh, chrome alloy wheels. <laughs> Those are kind of like things that you look for. So uh, I asked how much they wanted to spend. So the lady says that I want to spend $12,000. So I'm like, okay, we bought this car for like 4000 I can sell this one to her for 12000 And I can make like mm, 2000 probably off the car. On my, this is my commission alone, right? So I'm just showing her the car. Of course, she's not going to buy it because this car should be below her. Shorter car, and you know me. I'm opening the doors, got the trunk up, got the, the, the hood up, showing the, how clean the motor looks and everything. It's only 26,000 miles. I'm just really selling this piece of shit. And uh, you have to remember, I have her friend there with me, the black dude who is her husband's best friend, but her husband is the guy who's in the hospital having the surgery. Okay, so he's there. I have nothing to do with the deal. He's just there. Just, just a little distraction. We call those distractions. Whatever. All right. So, uh, 
pull a car out short term. And I and I tell him from the beginning, um, he doesn't have uh, power windows or power locks or anything. Because I'm just showing you this car because I want to sell you something that costs way more, more money. And I'm trying to show you how this car is not valuable and you should not buy this one, honestly, is what I'm doing. And like uh, her little partner, little black dude is like, uh, that's a good thing. It's a good thing they didn't have uh, power windows and power locks. And she's like, why do you say that? He, so he's like, because if uh, if there's like a flood or something, you'll be able to roll your window down. You won't get stuck in your car and drown because there are electric windows and you can roll your win windows down. She's like, I never thought about that. He's like, I know, right? And I'm like, I know, right? The fuck are you talking about? So then, we were talking about the tires because, like, they don't come with the chrome alloy wheels. They come with, like, the hubcaps, plastic hubcaps. And I said, well, they don't have the chrome alloy wheels, you know, it has the hubcaps on it. And he was like, you know how that helps you? And she's like, how does it help me? He's like, if you have to change the tire, you won't have to pay for that chrome alloy, alloy wheel. She was like, you know what? You're right. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> so then, they're like, let's take it for a test drive in the car I'm like you want to take on the highway he's like no if you drive the car on the regular street you have like stops in between like on your journey you know stop slides stop signs stop whatever Yeah, yeah. Uh, Adele's my aunt. <laughs> Breaking the news that uh, the Dallas Cowboys just signed T.Y. Hilton. Yeah. Well, I guess that OBJ thing is dead. I guess the OBJ thing is dead. 
Now I gotta remember what the hell I was talking about. What was I talking about? So it's like you have like stop signs and stop lights and stuff and you can really tell what a car is gonna do. It's better than having like on the highway. So we don't even get on the highway. Drive the car around a couple blocks, come back to the dealership. So so do you like the car? And he's like, Yeah, we love the car. It's perfect for you. You should go ahead and get this car, you should get this car. Alright, so I said earlier that she had twelve thousand dollars, but she had twelve thousand and three hundred dollars actually. So then um after I sold him the car and we go inside, when they go to the back to speak to the finance guy, he sells her like some kind of warranty or something. That's like two thousand extra. So like now she's gotta come back with two thousand on top of it money and you still have to go back to your own finance people like your credit union the people who are having your back you know and they have to see this car that's only worth like five thousand less than what we're selling it to you for so like just thinking this is not gonna be a deal it's not gonna be a deal so uh she's supposed to come back with her husband on saturday so saturday's there we're sitting outside everything same kind of situation car pulls up and everybody's like oh my god there's your car and I'm like oh shit so either what I'm thinking is either her own uh, financiers or financiers I guess are gonna tell her that the interest rate was too high uh, the car was not worth this much blah 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 your payment is way too high this this it's either gonna be that or the husband was like, you sold me this piece of shit ass car, you know what I'm saying, blah, blah, blah. It's gonna be one of the two. So uh, they pull up, get out the car. So like, the guy really had just got out of surgery. I mean, he has like the full trach in his neck type shit and everything, like wrapping gauze still, and she's there. And she's like, uh, uh, we have a problem. And I'm already thinking that we are gonna have a problem because you had to go back to your own finances, and then your husband still has approval. This piece of shit ass car that I saw you. I understand we have a problem. Is what I'm thinking. She said, uh, "Remember how you said the car was twelve hundred thirty, uh, twelve thousand three hundred dollars?" And I was like, "Yeah, uh, I recall that." Um, I tell you how much the car was. She said, "After uh, you sold me the car, I went to the back. Then they sold me a a a, a warranty." That was two hundred some thousand dollars. And I was like, "Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah kind of heard about that part too." And then she said, uh, "I don't need that warranty." And the uh, price of the car was two hundred and what twelve thousand and three hundred dollars. So what I decided to do was bring you twelve thousand and five hundred dollars, but tell them I don't want that warranty anymore. I'm like, follow me uh, right this way. We're, we're going here. We get everything signed up for you and everything be released. They say that, like, uh, car salesmen are janky. They say that people who go buy and, and, and buy cars are janky because, you know, they're trying to cut a deal to But I do believe that the jankiest of all these motherfuckers are those people who uh, work at the credit union. And let this lady come in here and finance $12,000 on a car that was worth selling. And charge her 20-something percent interest on the thing. Yeah. 
Those are the ones you got to worry about. Those are the ones you got to worry about. And so, like, I was like, man, you got any more car sales stories? You got any more car sales stories? And I was like, I don't know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. And then, like, one came to me. Um, oh, you was playing for the national championship. Game probably started about seven. So, they scheduled me to work until ten. Uh, I told them straight up, I'm not staying 10. Like, I'm going to be watching all you game one way or another. Like, I don't care what happened, I'm watching all you game. And I got this phone call. And, like, this guy uh, was calling. He's about, like, four hours away from, like, the dealership. <coughs> Excuse me. And he asked about a uh, truck that he had saw in one of our ads. It was like a one-ton diesel, you know. One-ton Cummins diesel, certain color and everything, blah, blah, 4 by 4 whatever. And so uh, he's like, you got the truck? And I was like, yeah, we got it. He's like, bro, like, don't play with me. I'm coming for like four hours away. And I was like, I'm sitting here looking at the truck like right now. It's like sitting here like right in front of me. So uh, like I said uh, earlier, oh, you was playing at night. And I was not going to stay because I was going to go watch the OU game. So I told my friend that uh, this guy's coming from like four hours away. And uh, he wants his truck. He's like, do we have the truck? I was like, nope. He's like, why would you have this man come from four hours away if you don't have the truck? I said, sell him something else. Yeah. <laughs> we car sales, what we do, we sell people shit. So dude comes in, uh, Mark coming the next day. Of course, are you losers? Coming the next day. My friend's like, yeah, uh, your friend showed up last night. He was mad. I was like, yeah, imagine that. He said, he was all upset and blah, blah. I said, so what'd you do? He said, I sold something else. I said, imagine that. So my friend saw him a different truck. Had the same features and stuff, but wasn't the same color. Wasn't the truck, actual truck that he was looking for, but sold him the truck. And I made, what, my cut, 50% was $1,700. So I made $1,700 on a truck that I sold to some dude that came for a whole nother truck. And I was at home watching, oh, you get their ass whooped in a championship game. It was a funny business, y'all. It was a funny business. And then of my last car sale, well, I have a whole bunch of more car sale stories, but this is the last one I'm going to tell today. Um, I had this couple. They've been like, uh, they've been there like uh, at least once or twice. And every time we go to the finance, you know, we take them back to go sign a deal. They were kind of like nut up and yeah, crumble or whatever. So they're here like the third time. We throw the car again, like. <coughs> Excuse me. We throw the car. We. <coughs> mm. We test drove the car. We rode around. We opened the hood, the trunk, everything. They, they seen the underneath. They seen the engine. They seen there's nothing else that I could possibly try to stop. So like. Uh, we get the numbers together, 
to see how much the car is going to be, the monthly payment, the month, how much money down, monthly payment, you know, all of that stuff. And uh, they decided to go outside because they're still thinking about it. And I remind you, they've already walked out two times before. So they're outside on the steps in front of the dealership and they're thinking about it. They're talking about it. They're going over. They're trying to see if this is a good deal, bad deal, whatever. They're, they're doing anything. So I'm like standing just inside of the doors watching them like, you know, debate about it pretty much. And uh, one of my friends comes up. His name is Don. Don. Don's like a, a car salesman. He's like been selling cars way longer than me. And uh, I, I sell way more cars than Don did, so I wouldn't say that he was like a mentor or nothing, but you know, he was just a car salesman. And uh, he's like, what you doing? I said, uh, waiting for these people, trying to get them to finance. And he was like, well, what do you mean, trying to get them to finance? I said, well, they've been there a couple times. They walked out of finance before, and now they're outside, you know, trying to discuss and see if this, you know, payment is going to work for them and stuff. So Don's was like, man... Watch this here. Watch outside. What are you guys doing? Oh, well, we're out here, you know, discussing if this payment's going to work for us. And he says, man, stop playing. Just come with me. Turns around and waves his arm like, follow me, right? Holds the door up and they follow him. He walks them all the way back to finance. And he signed up and they bought a car. comes back from back there because you know they're back there for a while get everything together he's like uh, monkey see monkey do all he did was say follow me and walk to the back and they just follow him I've been with these people for three different occasions spent a lot of time with them a lot of time we probably about four five six hours into you know a whole little uh, interaction as it goes this man to say, follow me and walk in the finance and they follow him in there and sign the papers. <laughs> that was the best part about selling cars. Like, people buy cars for the dumbest reasons. Like, they don't have to be the best car. They don't have to be the best price. They wouldn't buy the car because dude said, follow me and go back here and sit down and sign this and buy this car. Respect, right? That's respect. Uh, said I wasn't going to tell any more car stories, but I think I got maybe one more. Ooh, that's the two, but I'm probably just going to take one. So, uh, have a couple in. They're looking at the vehicle. Uh, they're thinking about it. Just thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it. Walk out to my uh, manager. and He's like, what, what's going on? I said, well, they're thinking about it. He said, they're thinking about it. I said, yeah, they're thinking about it. I'm let them think about it. Said, what else can I do but let them think about it? He's like, watch this shit. So he gets off his little desk or whatever. Goes into the uh, office where I have the two people sitting. <laughs> Sits down in my chair. I'm just standing there watching. He says, so, uh, did you test drive the car? They're like, yeah. Did you show you all the minis of the car? They're like, yeah. He's like, well, um. Do you like the car? They're like, yeah. So, what's it that you don't like? They're like, the price. You know, we're trying, the paint was a little too high. He's like, well, it's a nice car, right? And they're like, yeah. And he said, uh, 
That is a beautiful wedding ring. And you know, she know her dad, she has a beautiful wedding ring. So she's like showing off now. She's like, hey, 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 yeah, yeah, beautiful wedding ring, yeah, beautiful. He says, uh, I could tell. He says, excuse me, can I ask you how much uh, money you pay for the ring? Dude's like 10 grand, blah, blah, 10, 11 grand, whatever. He said, I could tell just by the ring that you purchased for your wife that you love her and you want to protect her. Dude's like, of course I love my wife. You know, I love her and I'm going to protect her. Tell me what I do. You know, I protect her and I love my wife. He says, this vehicle right here is the most sales vehicle that we have on the market. Why would you not want to spend that extra little bit of money to make sure that she's protected on out here on these road on these dangerous roads? What? This motherfucker does said that you love your wife, and I could tell by the way that you spent this amount of money on a wedding ring. Why would you not want to spend the same type of money on a vehicle that was going to protect her and guarantee her safety? Oh my God, definitely sold that truck and made hell of money off of them fools. Just saying. Car stories, man. Car stories. I'm at the 1313 13 mark. I'm a little past that, but uh, it's all good. It's my birthday tomorrow. As y'all know, I'll be one, one step closer to 50. So I want to post a little something for the people. You know, the couple of fans that we do have. Have a blessed day and a blessed existence. It's your boy, Bob Myrie, 31st Podcast. Y'all. All right. So like we were saying, so how come you think everybody's mad at Deion Sanders? I think that black folks are mad at Deion Sanders because... He went over there and then he brought swag. Well, and then he said, "I am swag." And he and he went undefeated. And then hold on, hold on. He got robbed. They done took his necklaces. Oh, he took necklaces because God, thank God, he had them on. Oh, yeah. they, they done robbed them. Oh, you tell me they broke his. Oh, they, 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 oh, more than, more than, more than, more than that. They, they, they done hit a lick on them. Oh, okay, uh, okay, okay. Uh, but I ain't knocking black folks. It could be some white folks uh, stealing too. I'm robbing motherfucker myself. But you see the. Uh, but I'm gonna shit? tell you. But you sitting around here and then and then. Did you see the recent shit? They they brought it up to yeah, the fact like that uh, he put he put. His salary up to build the foundation, and then he put salary to ticket sales, and never got paid. Well, he wasn't sitting around here trying to get paid for that. Let's be a hundred percent honest. I'm a real ass motherfucker, and I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest. He went to a BCU, got Shador. Into HBCU, he went to uh, HBCU, got Shador into HBCU because Shiloh was already over there in South Carolina doing his own little thing. Okay, so and now he went to a Power Five. He's bringing his luggage with him, which is Louis. Colorado Power Five. Oh, he's Power Five. It's Pac Twelve. Okay, that's Pac Twelve. So they bring it. But 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 he brings. Losing seasons, but but, but 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 you got to think about the way he coached. 
when he went over there, they was trash. And then he come, and then now when he's leaving, they they're undefeated. Two, two swag championships. They're undefeated. And then they went undefeated this year. They're undefeated this year. And he's leaving. So you're mad. That's part of what I'm He why, got why robbed. He got robbed. Why they mad? But that, but then it's black folks. But it ain't white no, people. No, no, hey, no, no, hold on, hold on. Let's be hundred percent no, no, real. No, 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 no. White people ain't mad that uh, Deion Sanders is leaving the HBCU. White uh, people are not true. mad at this black man leaving a historical <laughs> black college. I mean, Let's be a hundred. Tell me I'm wrong. No, I won't say that. As a white man, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Exactly. Exactly. That's the fucking proved the point. But this is the thing, though. How much does Deion Sanders make? Do uh, you think yeah, Deion Sanders needs no, 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 Jackson no, no, State? No, 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 no. I don't care about how much he needs. How much does he make actually at Jackson State? What he gave up half his salary. So what was his like salary? Trump. He gave no, up no, half no, no, his no, no, salary no. like Trump. I'm not saying what he gave up. I'm saying what is his actual salary? How much does money does, did he make? How much does the money matter? He's because this is the biggest point I'm going to He made $300,000. He brought college game day to Jackson State. Don't matter. College game day? Don't matter. I'm talking about Bedlam. Don't matter. Nigga, he... Don't matter. Don't matter. Ball shit, bro. You fucking would. That's about money. He made three hundred thousand dollars. Just say. Do you think it's not about money? Do you think it's not about money? Guess how much you gonna make? Five million. Do you think he did not promote the BCUs and them poor ass motherfuckers that sit over there and they stealing from uh, Deion Sanders and the rest of these motherfuckers trying to make motherfuckers. And these motherfuckers, they still down there like a rodeo in a monkey. It makes nothing happen. That's bullshit. It has nothing to do with it, though. But Deion Sanders coming there and they still treating it like a rodeo in a monkey. Are you going to take the job that makes five million or three hundred thousand? I drop a nigga in the motherfucking mist and steal my motherfucking watch. How much money do I already have? That's some bullshit. Are you going to take the three hundred thousand dollars job? You going to take the five million dollars job? How much you going to make that job? Say that one more time. Let me say. Are you going to take the three hundred thousand dollar year job or the five million dollar year job? I'd have to be the type of man that talked to the other school about incentives. My, my question is. I'd have to be a five million ain't enough incentives. Man, dog. <laughs> five million ain't enough incentives. He brought college game day to the motherfuckers. Fuck that college game day would be in Colorado too. Man, that was Bellum type shit. No, it wasn't. Their numbers weren't no big. They weren't no big numbers like that. They got on there a couple times, but still five million. <laughs> you don't take five million to three hundred thousand. Man, the fuck out of here. Are you serious? What? I'll be like, I'll be like. You think uh, that you think that Deion Sanders is doing that for the money or for his kids? He's by far the best, one of the best so, athletes uh, so I've who, ever seen so, in my life. Uh, both Jay Rice. Jerry Rice, outside of Deion Sanders, Jerry Rice, Jerry Rice got the best hands, and Deion Sanders, no, but his other son ain't even going. Jerry Rice and then Deion Sanders, those is the best hands ever. Deion Sanders' son ain't even going to Colorado. Only one of them is going. Oh yeah, the Shamar, the quarterback's going. Yeah, the other one's not going because he because he's pro he's on that pro black because his daddy is already wishing he don't need no money. He wasn't gonna go nowhere, was he? He got NILs. He ain't got the hold on, hold on, hold on. He ain't got the NILs, do he? He ain't got the NILs. He ain't got the NILs. You know who got the NILs? Shamor, the 
the quarterback, Tom Brady, Tom Brady feeding him. The the one that came from South Carolina that was up there. Why that, are you actually? It, it seems like you. I follow saying, him. No, no, no. I it follow. Se- no, it seems like you're actually saying that you think Colorado is going to be a fucking competitive next year. They still going to be zero one and sixteen. They going to lose regardless if Deion come or not. You think they're gonna come and also? I'm gonna, t- I'm, gonna t- I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you what I fear for Colorado. Let me be hundred percent with it. I fear for Colorado what happened in Jackson State. He came, he saw, he conquered. Vinny, Vinny, Vici. You know what that means? Came, saw, and conquered. <laughs> Go Bills You just hope y'all don't get to the Super Bowl Cause y'all are good at Super Bowls and shit, yeah, Y'all great during the regular season Don't get to no Super Bowl You know what's gonna happen I mean I hope Four in a row I Oh shit the not, They get to not win it you Bro my saying? heart would My heart would be so broken If I was a Buffalo Bills fan And they went to the Super Bowl again And lost Oh my god I would just give I'm up on football I just start watching baseball and shit Fuck it I start watching baseball Let me give me a man's a beer I ain't never even sleep all day Watching baseball I said, I'm I wasn't trying to get all into it. I spilled some of it. Bro, if if Buffalo Bills here. go to the Super Bowl and lose again, I would never ever. I would I start watching baseball. Just killed me with the gospel and and Lord, my man's right. I'm not even mad at Dion for leaving, but you can't be mad that somebody gonna take the money. That's like you working McDonald's and shit, and then fucking Waterburger offer you fucking three dollars more an hour. You are gonna be like, oh no, nah, I love Waterburger. I'm just gonna stay here so I can make less money. No, nah, you talking about me? No. Let me be real. What you got to do is break it down to the basics and say, regardless if if Whataburger is going to offer you three more dollars, you got to think about the comfortability in your life. You know what I'm saying? Like me, I want to go to days when I work. But if I went to days, would it work the same way to where I could pick my daughter up to where that she got the opportunity to do what she needs to do you and wants to be on safety patrol. What I don't give a fuck about <laughs> childcare. These little raggedy helpers gonna work it out for themselves. These are savage ass uh, shorties. I raise these like, niggas. They are great motherfucking entrepreneurs in this life. These motherfuckers is gonna make it. I I'm well, right off, in the face. Getting off topic. Yeah, they fuck the up. thing is, do you disagree <laughs> with everybody being mad at Deion Sanders, or do you not disagree? You know what I'm saying? With everybody being mad at Deion Sanders, that's the that's the question. That I think I think that it ain't no nobody's fucking business. Exactly. Fuck you. I mean, y'all didn't give a fuck what he was doing before that, so why y'all care about it now? How's it show job now? I wasn't sitting around. Here. You know, you know, you know, you know. When I when I first picked up ground on Deion Sanders is when he got Travis Hunter last year. And uh, oh, what's what's my nigga? My nigga, dope ass coach for Alabama. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, what's my guy? My guy, uh, my guy, my guy, sit up there and trash Dion. Straight trashed him for stealing the recruit. And he was going to Florida State, bitch. He wasn't even going in your town. And, and you trash him because Dion was like, fuck it. I'm going I'm to I'm give him a million dollars. I'm going I'm to I'm buy his mama crib. And I'm going to, hey, fuck it. Why? I love to give credit. To people who do shit to get credit for. Oh, he bought, he bought, he bought, he bought Travis Hunt. Let's be real. The one thing no one is talking about 
is the fact that they've made it to where you can get money off of your likenesses and stuff, and you can get deals. So you oh, the NILs. So the NILs. Because, because historically bad college. Because, but that's, you go there that's exactly what I said. That's exactly what I said. You don't have to worry about going to Shador, the door. The quarterback is coming to Colorado, but you know, Shallow, the nigga that they looking for, that ain't that ain't coming out. Uh, he ain't got no Tom Brady NIL. He ain't got shit. He come he come over here, and, and, and you know when 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 he come over there and he said I'm bringing my luggage. It's Louis, and he said this, this your quarterback, and he said the safety. Oh, he ain't here. The safety gone. But 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 this is a thing. This is a thing too. And, and as far as as the way that he being arrogant as black man, white people gonna motherfucker. Act a certain type of way Cause they gonna be like That's just another nigga You know that shit's gonna happen Man please I'm gonna be a hundred This whole fucking team is white bro All their parents and shit Is on Dion's side All of the The, the, the people who go to They gonna call, call them the side, bro. They White people gonna love him Because what Ain't about No black and white no more They don't care about that shit They gonna love him for him They gonna love who for who they gonna love me if he start winning. If them motherfuckers actually have a winning season, they gonna love him if he lose. Hell no, they gonna love him. I bet you they don't. But it don't matter where it do you matter. If you lose wherever you are, they're not gonna like you. <laughs> whatever team you, whatever team you coach, we don't matter. If you losing, ain't nobody gonna fucking be on your team. Nobody. Ain't nobody gonna fucking be on your squad. Nobody. No matter. Wherever yeah. you go, whatever color you are, if your ass is not a winning coach, your fans are not gonna be behind you. Be like, oh yeah, we like this yeah, losing motherfucker. You gotta make. Come on, bro. Like it, they don't matter. The color part don't matter. The color matters. Everything else. Mm -hmm. Everything. I don't know. Color matters. Everybody has their own opinion. You think so? You think you think white, black? Nah. You think you think you got a team full of black dudes? That's from the inner city And you got a country ass coach That can't confer with them And you think That if they lose that season The, the boys didn't connect with him You got a whole bunch of inner city black kids With a white coach yeah. For one if he wasn't Vibing with oh, cause, he oh, cause, cause, cause I'm, I'm gonna be all the way. He would You know how, Bob. He wouldn't recruit. Wow. Him he wouldn't recruit. You know how, bro. He wouldn't recruit <laughs> to a team if he wasn't if trying. You know what I'm saying? Help him out, shit. Why would you even draft the players to your squad if you wasn't gonna try to help him out? If you don't want them to come and help you win, if you're not trying to help them out, why would you draft a whole bunch of black kids from the inner city and then be like, oh, I don't like black kids, so I'm gonna make them lose on purpose? Really? That 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 makes no sense, bro. Like, it makes no sense. No one wants to be. Unsuccessful. You love. This is what I say about the white coaches or any coach. It don't give a fuck. It be a white boy from the suburbs. Let's say this, and the coach could be a black dude. That motherfucker. That motherfucker sit over there and can't fucking relate to what the fuck you talking about. Yes, you can. I can't sit up here. Nowadays, I, I, I I can't. Nowadays, I'm gonna tell you. you can I was a dog. Nowadays, we gonna we gonna we we gonna eat or we gonna starve. That's the way I play ball. I mean, but nowadays everybody can relate. They suck. These niggas suck. Who sucks? Why you keep saying? Why are you serious? I'm sorry. Apologize. Uh, I I should quit. Shit. You just slapped the shit out of me. Man, you are you recording this shit. I, I, I didn't know. I didn't know. But but I'm telling you.
it's not when I say that it, it, I grew up in a racial environment don't even try to explain that we gonna keep on going just keep on going I grew up in a racial environment you gonna act like your ass motherfucking dick but but but, but, but yeah, hey I grew up I grew up I grew up uh, dropping my boy is mixed just let the work black I'm folks but my boy is mixed and white folks so he's allowed to say the N word I don't need to be saying no N word I shouldn't talk to people like brother and sister. And that's the way that I should uh, try to transpire uh, wealth into this world. I should not try to be spreading derogatory words. We have a fountain of knowledge to give to the youth. We're just trying to give it to the youth. And, and I, I, think, I think that... Uh, most of these people are not gonna transpire to be knowledgeable to be subjectable to ridicule. And I think that I totally uh, subjectable to ridicule. That's a hell of a state. Just fuck them up. But I'm, I'm letting you know, like I, um, right, I'm not in control on, of everything that comes. Hey, it's your boy Bamari. Live with my boy. Hey, it's John Gotti, aka Benjamin Beaver Blue. But everybody call me Bubba, baby. Blue, it's in the building. Hey, but we gonna cut off right here because of uh, the the, uh, the music's playing in the background and we'll get copyrighted.